I feel like there's always news when it comes to real estate and it's always mm -hmm. around uh, just the price of housing, right? Just continues to skyrocket and all of the caveats that come with that and all of the issues that come with these skyrocketing prices to just own a home. Well, Develop Morrison is our resident real estate expert and broker with Bossley Real Estate. She joins me now. Hi, Devel. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hi, Maggie. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, you know, this week, news of BC becoming the first province to institute a three-day cooling off period for home buyers after they've signed an agreement to buy a house. Do you think this is uh, a good decision? No. Really? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So it, it's interesting. So the three-day cooling off period is, you know, for someone who's Approaching a, a resale house or condo, you know, in Ontario, for example, we already have a ten-day cooling-off period for pre-construction properties. Okay. So that's something that already does exist. Um, here's, I guess, some of my issues. When I'm working with a client to buy a house, I know it's the biggest purchase that they're ever going to make in their life. So we make sure that we talk to a mortgage broker or a bank and. You know, dot our I's and cross our T's before we put in that offer. You know, we work with a home inspector to try to get home inspection done before we make an offer. Right now, the market is cooling. So because the market is cooling, we can actually put in a condition to say, hey, the, the, the deal is not firm until a home inspection is done or the deal is not firm until financing is done. So it almost feels like they tried to do this when the market was going up. And now that the market's going down, there's sort of very little need for it because there is time for buyers to think. But, you know, my, my other issue is, is that, yes, we want to craft policies that protect buyers, but we don't want to craft policies, policies that hurt sellers at the same time. So how, if how you, do you were feel this is going to hurt sellers. So if you're a seller selling your property, you want to know that it's actually sold. Mm. You don't want to be waiting on pins and needles to know that now there's this conditional period of three days. So, for example, if I'm working with a client who has a condo to sell, I will pre-order that status certificate, which is a list of all the financials of the condo, because we want to make sure that the buyer can protect themselves and make sure that there's no special assessments coming and no surprises coming. So that that way someone putting an offer on my seller's condo has all the information they need up front. They can give that status certificate to their lawyer before they make an offer. So to me, it's more about dotting your I's and crossing your T's before you put in the offer, not putting in the offer and then going, okay, let's, let's do my homework now. when you should have been doing the homework while you were looking for the property in the first place. Yeah. No, I think you make a good point that this was probably a decision made, you know, in the height of everything that was happening last year where there were multiple bids on homes. And, you know, I have friends and you probably have clients and friends as well who were just like, you know, trying to find a home uh, mm -hmm. specifically in the GTA and, you know, and in these bidding wars and this back and forth. And then, you know, if you finally get the home and you start thinking, OK, is <laughs> Is this really the home I want to have? So, but, mm -hmm. and so I understand that we're in this cooling off time now, but I wonder, you know, as, as somebody who could be a potential buyer one day and also mm -hmm. selling my home, if, you know, it might be good once, you know, the, the, the market starts to pick up 
to kind of have a caveat there if we get back into that realm of this these bidding wars that we were once in. Well, you know what I find really interesting about this three-day cooling-off period is that the BC Real Estate Association made 34 recommendations yeah. about helping to how to help buyers and sellers, and all of the 34 recommendations were ignored. I have an issue sometimes with people who don't work in real estate trying to regulate real estate. <laughs> and, you know, it's yep. this thing where people have this hate on for realtors. And it, it's almost like it's an, unre- it's an unrealistic hate on for realtors. I mean, it's sort of the, you know, painting everybody with this broad brush. There's lots of realtors that care, that do good business, that look after their clients and look after their, their clients' uh, best interests. Yeah. And so I think that you do have to, you know, are regulations needed? Of course. But you do need to consult with the real estate community and find out maybe there are certain reasons why the rules are the way they are. And so I do find it very curious in this particular instance that the BC Real Estate Association made 34 recommendations Mm -hmm. and all of them were ignored. Do you think people actually, you know, actually do this three-day cooling off period, actually use this three-day cooling off period. There is a cancellation fee of $250 yeah. for every 100000 on a home purchase mm-hmm. price. So do you think people will actually take advantage of this three-day cooling fee or cooling well, period? I, I mean, I'm sure some of them will. Hopefully they don't back out of their deals because, yes, as you mentioned, um, and on a million-dollar um purchase, which you know, we're talking about yeah. BC, so yeah. <laughs> you're not buying anything for less than a million dollars. Um, that's a $2,500 cancellation fee if you decide to change your mind after three days. I still think it goes back to let's dot our I's and cross our T's before you walk down that road. This is the biggest purchase of your life. You shouldn't leave it to that three-day period. You should have figured this out long before then. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. In other news, uh, eight people who, this has been a story, an ongoing story, even before the Christmas break, eight people who bought homes at the Paradise Developments Valley Oak community in late 2001 and early 2002 have said that they're having trouble finding financing due to the sudden real estate downturn. And they are now left with, you know, the fact that they've purchased these homes, but the rate, their mortgage rates have gone up exponentially and they can no longer afford these homes that they have purchased. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this story? I mean, I feel like this is probably not the only case. There are probably other people around, you know, the province and the city who are in this predicament where they purchased a new development and because yeah. of interest rates, now they can't afford the price of the home. Yeah, you know, I, I do feel for these people. I mean, this is definitely, you know, a challenging predicament for them to be in. I think that people have to really understand the risk of purchasing pre-construction, and I don't think that people do. Mm-hmm. And I think that now that we're going through this period, people will start to understand. And we will see this in the condo market as well, too. That, you know, what, and, and this, these people purchased $2 million houses. But there are people there who purchased, you know, a pre-construction condo for six or seven hundred thousand dollars. That once it's built, they're not going to be able to close on that property. So what so happens in that situation, Devel? Well, the the developer is not going to let them out of it. Yeah. So I've been speaking to a couple of real estate lawyers who've been saying that what's happening is is that some of those buyers are saying they need an extension on the closing date. Mm-hmm. And the developer is saying, fine, but you're going to have to pay me $600 a day for that extension. I've heard of people looking at secondary and tertiary financing 
so that they can close the transaction because they don't want to be sued because they have a, a legal contract that they signed. So those are, uh, those are definitely some challenges. With these people in particular, with this, con- this uh, housing development, you know, where the houses were appraised at 1.6, the houses are worth, they bought them at 2 million, but they're worth about 1.6. You know, some of these people, they just don't want to take that three or $400,000 loss. I, I guess I would suggest for some of those people who can still afford to buy the house, they may not like the loss, but they should go ahead with the transaction and close it knowing that if they just stay in their home for a number of years, it's all going to work out in the end. Now, some of the people who purchased in this house, this, this development, they no longer even qualify to get the mortgage. They even need to close the transaction. So, you know, that, that, that's definitely a bit of a challenge. You know, we can't pin this on the developer to say, Oh, you know, why doesn't the developer let them out? Because this is a buyer beware situation. You know, maybe they shouldn't have purchased a $2 million house in the first place. Maybe they should have purchased something a little bit less so that if something went awry with the market, there was going to be a bit of a soft, soft landing for them, you know? This is where financial planning comes in too, right? And just, again, looking at the scenario and thinking, okay, if if mortgage rates go up, can I still afford this home? I mean, it sounds so elementary, but it's just like when you're mm-hmm. going into a big purchase like that, and, you know, I'm reading this article that, you know, they were quoted monthly rates of 5500 or 5500 to $6,000. And now they're being quoted rates of 12000 to $15,000 per month. I mean, that's double, uh, double mm-hmm. what they were quoted before. That's a lot of money. And it's, it's really sitting down and thinking, can I actually afford this if rates go up? Oh, my goodness. So much, so much to think about. Absolutely. And I think also, too, because the market's changing, we're all going to learn, right? We're all taking away different lessons from what's happened in the last year in the market. And I think going forward, we will all behave differently because of it, right? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Devel. Thanks for having me. That was Devel Morrison, broker with Bossley Real Estate. This is Toronto This Weekend on 640 Toronto.